What's up, everyone? I am Kyle Schudick, and welcome to the Stay in the Fight podcast. I am so grateful to have you listening with me today. This podcast is an in-the-field approach to connect you to the stories and experiences of people who are or have had to overcome their battles, those who have chosen to stay in the fight. You're going to hear of resilience, perseverance, and persistence that hopefully relates and resonates with you to show you that you are not alone in your thoughts and feelings and experiences. Our aim is for you to extract a lesson, strategy, or tactic that you can integrate right now so that when things feel too overwhelming, you too can stay in the fight. have Josh Gill on the Stay in the Fight podcast, and I'm going to let you introduce yourself, man. So tell us, you know, who you are, um, where you're from. I think we know because we're recording together, and, you know, what are you up to right now? Cool, brother. Hey, man, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity uh, to get on here and get on here with you, man, and it's been something I've been wanting to do for a while, you know, mm-hmm. share share my story, share, you know, the trials, the tribulations, the triumphs, all the, all those type of good things, but like, like as you said, I'm Joshua Gill, um, born and raised in Houston, Texas, you know, I've been, been a you know, lived in other areas, you know, when I was in the Marine Corps, I, uh, you know, lived in California. I consider that a small home, man. Like, <laughs> like we were talking about earlier, I yeah. enjoy the, uh, I enjoy the lifestyle, you know, everything that was there, the outdoors part of, of it all, not just, you know, hunting, fishing, camping type thing, just, just being outside. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm originally, like I said, you know, born and raised Houston, Texas, North side of, North side of Houston to be exact. Uh, that's, you know, pretty much where I'm at. Um, now I'm a, I, I guess I tell everyone I got about four or five, four or five full-time jobs, man. You know, I'm yeah. a, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a business owner. Yep. Um, and then the other one is, um, you know, I'm a mental health coach for myself and a physical health coach for myself, man. It's kind of just that overall package of, of things that you have to do, uh, every day. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it's 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 a a thing we don't we don't listen to um, or we don't think of I should say the the different jobs that we have everything's like your career is your job and then you mentioned being a husband being a father and then being a, a, an advocate for yourself right a coach a mentor for yourself trying to keep yourself in the game and that's you know, a lot of reasons why we do this show is because it gives people the opportunity who are going through or have gone through things to just kind of bring bring it out right. Yeah. So other people can hear it. And I don't think, I don't think enough of us, we were talking earlier is I don't think enough of us do that. We don't, we don't willingly put ourselves in the open so other people can hear what it is that that's been going on and and how we stay here. And that's the whole reason it was very Marine of me to just label a podcast, stay in a fight. And a lot of the, a lot of the prior service guys like it. And they're like, Oh, that makes sense. I was like, well, you're still, you know, you're still above ground, so you're batting, you know, we're batting. Agreed. Yeah, it, no, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of persistence that goes into yeah. it, man. Just constantly, you know, going through what you're going through every day in yeah, life, man. you know, staying, like you said, staying in the fight. Yep. I mean, because it's it's not easy, man. It hasn't, none of it's ever been no. easy. You know, growing up in in a household where it was, you know, in overall, I was the oldest of thirteen. 15 if you add in my stepbrother stepsister man yeah dude so but my parents you know they split we were five you know it's kind of one of those things where it was 
don't remember much of it. You kind of relive it through like photos. Actually, yeah. that's why I think I tell people, man, photos are are, are just key yeah. because sometimes as, as kids, you know, uh, you recreate memories, you know, subconsciously based on those photos. So. Um, don't remember much of my parents at that time, but, mm. um, after that, I remember a lot of it. My parents, you know, being two households, my dad having kids, my mom having kids, you know, that was just part of a lot of the independence of, of how I grew up. I had a lot of different father figures, mom figures from other friends. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, moving into the, the things that go into playing sports and high school and all that type of thing, you know, where, where I was, you know, kind of just having to do all these things on my own. And then, you know, High school, post high school, Marine Corps, out of the Marine Corps deployments. Yeah. Um. You know, now as as a, as a business owner, man, I'm I'm excited to really get into all those different things about like I'm just a normal guy, man. That that at the end of the day, you know, has a success story. You know, screwed up a few things. Yeah. Now I have a story, uh, and that's kind of where where I honestly just wanted to be. It, it took so long because all of us, not all of us, but a majority of us, all especially as men, you know, if you've considered yourself like a like an alpha. I'm not talking about, you know, crazy, weirdo, machismo, masculinity. I'm just talking about a guy, a go-getter, guy who's always out there willing to uh, put himself out there, be embarrassed, no matter, just go yeah. for what he wants. But we always also want to have that facade that, hey, man, I'm good, I'm good, I'm always fine. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's wrong with me. Uh, and that pours directly into the population that we're talking with, you know, PTSD with veterans, yep. you know, all those type of things. So, yeah, yeah it's, man, it's it's a, it's a lot, but I'm, I'm excited to be here and and, and, and Tell tell everybody about it. I I think it's I think it's awesome when people, uh, especially from like our background, can 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 open up even more. Because like you said, a lot of a lot of guys who have that that uh, that history, right? And speaking mainly to the veteran population, and of course the the other side that I like to work with is the first responder side. Is you have that that mentality is like no 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 I can handle all of this, and and you can we can do the job. I mean you and I've been on deployments. Um, uh, certainly a number of other people. I mean, it's like 2.7 people who've deployed since post nine 11. Right. Yep. So in, in the nine 11 post nine 11 era, uh, there's a lot of people who've endured that in, in different parts of it. And just because you made it through, doesn't mean it doesn't have an effect. Right. Yep. And other parts of your life too, you know, growing up in a broken household or all those other things, it all just keeps, keeps, uh, how do I say? It, keeps adding, it snow keeps adding up, snowballing, yeah, up. snowballing up. And then eventually, you know, uh, shit just comes to bear yep. and, and you either got to, you either got to face it or, 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 you know, let it take over. And so a lot of, um, a lot of people that we do talk to, you know, they, they faced it and they, they, they keep, they keep kicking, man. And that's why I think, you know, listening to, to you and wanting to come on the show and, and talking about it, it'd be a really good story. And I'm actually finally glad we got together. I think it's been like two months. We've been planning this yeah. out and like, man, it's, it's especially <laughs> holidays time, man. I, yeah. I'm, I'm one of the rare contractors, man, out there. I, I, I don't like to, the word contractor to me kind of has like a negative connotation, man, yeah. just because of, of sometimes, you know, people, like, I can't find a reliable contractor, you know, yeah, this, yeah. that, and the other, right? Well, I'm more of a remodeler, man. So being in the remodeling business uh, where my company, you know, again, the company is Skill of Gill. We do everything from uh, concrete to roofing. That's exterior projects, interior projects, flooring, kitchen yeah. remodels, everything, man. Build you a house type of thing. Yeah. Um, but it's holidays. I'm one of the rare guys that's usually busy during the holidays. People yep. are always trying to find work. Cause pe but, man, pe you know, people trust me to get it done on time uh, the right way. And, like I said, in the, in that custom facet of it, you know, for, for when they have their families over. So holidays are usually yeah. still pretty busy for me, man. So that's why a lot of it, you know, 
some Saturdays we wanted to get together yep. and then it just didn't work out because I'm like, dude, I got a big project I got to close. But, man, I'm glad that I'm here. And, and like I said, man, maybe, you know, another six months or so down the line, a oh, year yeah. down the line, I'll go, jump back on, man, because I, I fully believe that you're going to keep doing this. this oh, stuff. yeah. It's, we're we're, we're going to keep going with it and getting more people on who can who can actually share that. And it's it, it's it's funny you mentioned what you're doing now. And I think a lot of what you've you've gone through. Um, has led to this, right? What you're, what you're doing now and how how you keep pushing forward. So you have a company that you're, um, you know that that you work on. It's your your full time business, right? Yep. I mean, a, being a business owner and you know, a lot a lot of people who have, have had the experiences that you've had, maybe um, they don't make it that far, right? And they they just keep um, wanting to do the new thing or the next thing, but they don't uh, finally kind of put the puzzle pieces together. And it's no, nothing against them. It's just it takes it takes work and it takes effort and going back to, you know, what you said, being an advocate and a, and a health coach and a, and a mental health coach for yourself, what led you to, to have to actually start focusing on that? Man, actually, well, I mean, ever since I was, you know, 16, right. When I, when I could work, I always worked for my first job was, you know, at a, uh, Dr. Gleam car wash, mm-hmm. you know, pulling cars in, pulling cars out, washing them up, man. That's, you know, I got my first cell phone that way. Started paying, you know, first couple bills that way. Yeah. Um, you know, and then after that, it, you know, a few retail sales and then you, you, know, you jump into the Marine Corps again, somebody else telling you what to do, how to do it. Marine Corps, you know, honest, honestly, one of the, you know, aside from being uh, a husband, father type of thing, Marine Corps is probably the greatest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the experiences and, I, and I'm sure we'll talk a lot through them that, that helped me get to where we are, yeah. where I am now. But um, eventually something I've always felt, you know, my family members told me as I was growing up, Hey son, you'd be a great, you great, be a great lawyer. You'd be a great <laughs> this or that, you know? And, 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 and it's not the fact of, I was just talking about being your own advocate, being able, working for yourself. And that was kind of one of the big driving forces that I, that, that I used instead of becoming, you know, being infantryman, you know, instead of becoming a cop or a firefighter, nothing against it. Those guys are great, man. And I really want to do it. Like I, I understand the camaraderie. I understand the civil service. Yeah. Um, but it, it was, and we'll talk about that. The, what, what Houston went through and the country went through, um, when it came to firefighters and, and, uh, police officers at one given time, which pushed, pushed me in the different direction of, of entrepreneurship, mm. um, you know, and getting into the remodeling um, and, and contracting construction type of business. Yeah. But it was it was mainly 100% just, I have my family. I want to spend time with my family. My, my Again, oldest of 13. My parents split. You know, there's no way they can make it to everybody's events, especially, you know, the oldest one when you got small ones at the house, they got to eat. <laughs> yeah. You know, so... It was one of those things where my wife and I, we were just like, you know what? We're going to have two kids, one in one, close the factory, get ready, you know, and one has one thing, one parent goes to the other and vice versa. So we, I just wanted to be there for him. And one way that allowed me to spend time with my family and to be with my family and to make my own schedule. But again, with that schedule comes a lot of discipline yeah. or the lack of, and, and it's exposed <laughs> ASAP whenever you have the lack of, Yep. Um, but it allowed me to be with them. And that's what... um. And that's what allowed me to keep going. And then, you you know, you got the Facebook meme that's always around. You know, you thought about quitting until you saw who was looking up at you or whatever, right? <laughs> Same concept. When you have kids, man, and, and someone's really – if you give a damn that they're dependent on you, yeah. you can't quit. Yep. And that's, you know, even, again, staying in the fight on a different level of yeah. <clears throat> being a parent and, and in the parenthood. Because people think when you're in the military, you get out of the military, it kind of stops there. Yeah. It doesn't stop, man. Mm-hmm. It, it That same pressure, that same um, – uh, what, what's the word? You know, the, the standard that you must hold, yeah. the expectations that are made, you know, expected of you, 
Those things don't change, man. They they keep going. The Marine Corps just prepares you. And that's what a lot of vets need to realize is that legitimately it prepares you for getting out, mm. going into the real world. And but, but we I but as as veterans, <laughs> we realize that we we were our best when things were you know, um chaotic. Yeah. When things were this, that and the other, right? But man, so we 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 start to put ourselves in that own type of uh, you know, lifestyle. We start put putting that type of pressure on ourselves yeah. weirdly man whenever something that shouldn't be that difficult my wife taught me a lot of bit about that principle man she's like babe it doesn't have to be this difficult why why are you making it this difficult and then but the difficult the the level of difficulty that i put on something that didn't need to be that difficult is yeah. because i kind of subconsciously wanted that chaos man yeah. i wanted to be back in there uh and strive because we all strive you know we strived under it and it, and it was kind of like a calling card yeah. for us we realized like oh man I, i'm 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 the king man i'm the king yeah. at this pressure stuff man because i did it you know i got first sergeant and everything that he needed in less than you know 24 hours yeah you know i almost <laughs> killed myself to do it but but that became a triumph part of it so it's it's one of those things where it's just like, all right, cool. You know, this is where I'm at. This is where I want to be. How do I get there? And the, the big best way was going to be entrepreneurship and at the same time taking accountability. But they didn't happen overnight. I didn't wake up one day and just say, hey, you know right. what? Boom. Yeah. Accountability time. You got a I'm business be in- that's just thriving. Yeah. yeah, it, it, yeah. it didn't happen like that, man. And, and if you want, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly how it started. Go ahead. Okay, cool. So, um, again, this is uh, August, August 2016. Um, you know, I, I informed the Marine Corps that, Hey, you know, I'm going to be getting out, you know, I just wanted to make some different changes. You know, a, 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 there was a lack of, of mutual interest at the time in the Marine Corps, <laughs> man, things that, that wasn't the same for me anymore. The gun club that I joined, um, it, it just wasn't the same. There was a different generation. There's nothing wrong with that. Change is, change is inevitable. It's yeah. going to happen. And I was just, I had, I had a certain major friend of mine. He, and at one point in time, he said, man, you do four years, you do 40 years. One day they're going to, you got to say bye, or they're going to tell you bye. Yep, so, you know, I true. just I realized that it, I just couldn't play in the gun club no more. It wasn't it wasn't where I wanted to be. So I decided to get out. And um, so what that led to that led to, I don't know, we probably had about 18 grand in the bank at the time, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and it was just all right. What are we going to do? We went, got a mortgage, one hundred thirty five thousand dollars in a, in a good area, you know, four minute walk uh, to some to, you know, K through eighth grade. Um Fixer Upper House, you know, those are my friends that have that been here. They've seen, you know, what the house looked like before yeah. and what it looks like now. Uh, and it also helps that, yeah, hey, I have the company to do it, right? <laughs> but um, but it but it worked out that way. So I got out, came back home, and it it probably was about a, a month in, and I was like, all right, cool, it's time to, to, to think about it. I'm going to become, you know, I'm probably going to become a police officer because I like the, yeah. the thought of, you know, doing that. But getting onto like a detective team or like a SWAT team, you know, something, you know, where the, where the go-getters can go, you know, something, a place that I just wanted to be or even move out to, you know, like DPS and those guys, you know, they, they work, they work on their own or, you know, in small teams or whatever. Yeah. And they, and they're doing pretty cool things. So that was kind of where I wanted to go. But then this country did not respond the way I expected it to respond. And I'm not trying to get political by any way. People no, feel no, how no. they will, but it, it didn't respond the way I expected it to respond to the war on police. Yeah. There are bad apples in every bunch of whatever that's out there man there 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 are there are bad guys there there's great cops amazing cops uh that just like there are lawyers just like there are doctors just like there are you know whatever you know veterans man veterans like, man the same thing <laughs> great guys bad guys yeah. you know good guys you know what i mean like the one guy that buried you know killed like his wife and buried her in the backyard or something like that yeah. in, in arizona or wherever it yeah. was 
come on, man. I'm never going to be burying my kids in the backyard, my wife in the backyard. It's just, there, there just are like that. And yeah, there are, there were some, you know, a-hole cops out there that were doing some things that, you know, they shouldn't have been doing in, in one way, shape, or form. But there was also individuals that shouldn't have been doing what they were supposed to be yeah. doing. But again, I say that to say this, the, the, the country didn't respond the way I expected. We didn't rally around each other. Yeah. And instead, we started trying to attack each other via, you know, via color. It was this color's fault that this color did this and that color vice versa. Yeah. Rather than just, you know, really looking at a dude and be like, hey, man, this guy could have handled this differently. This guy could have handled it differently. But it didn't, and it is what it is. What can we do to, 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 to mitigate the future? But no, we started blame gaming rather than, you know, uh, taking responsibility, which is something that, you know, we can also get into in another episode or whenever oh, yeah, uh, when it comes to, you know, parenthood, man. That's, that's a big one that I want to talk about because I learn a lot. My wife teaches me a lot. You know, examples that I have teach me a lot and just overall trial and error, man, experiences. <laughs> but um, so the country didn't rally, right? It didn't rally the way it was supposed to. Um, so I, I scratched that one off the board cause you know, I got shot at for $35,000 or whatever it was, you know, police officers make what anywhere, 40, 50 grand, something like that. I would yeah. assume, you know, I got shot at for, for no money. I didn't want to do it again, especially if, like I said, to an ungrateful, uh, uh, populace, I, I guess at the time. Yeah. Um, and you know, b- being out there policing the way I, you know, I would have wanted to, you know, being, being righteous, man, it, to have to watch your back by, of every random civilian that's walking by you, you know, yeah. in case something happened to you. That, that 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 puts on a different stress, man. You know that I just didn't want to deal with. Uh, then we jumped to firefighter. I was all in, man. I was all in for the win. I, I was I was planning out calendars. I was, you know what I mean. I wanted to do it all, man. I was gonna yeah. be dive head in with, with, when it came to being a firefighter. But um, two weeks before the my, my my class date, I talked to a buddy of mine that's been on been been a firefighter for about seven eight years now. Well, probably nine years to ten years now because you know I've been home for three. Um. And he was like, "Hey, Gil, man, I'd love to have you. Love to have a guy like you, go getter. You know, this that, and man, you 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 would you bring a good element to the team. But man, some things are about to happen here in Houston that aren't going to be happy to anybody. Which he was talking about Prop B. He just had an yeah, insight yeah. insight to that. And because I was I was calling him all the time, man. Hey, dude, I can't wait. I'm excited. And he's like, man, if there's anything else, that, he's like, go ahead. But if there's anything else that you can do, I would do it. He's like, I, I would recommend you, you know, maybe looking into something else." Yeah. So all right, chief. And then simultaneously, my wife was like, "Hey, pregnant." I was like, "Whoa!" You know what I mean? Like I said, it was, it, it wasn't. We were, you know, it, it was completely <laughs> caught off guard. We we were yeah. planning it. You know, we were thinking about it, um, because we we had had earlier. No, yeah, earlier that year we had had a, a miscarriage. Early, 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 early a miscarriage, um, from the fact that you know it was a lot of stress. Yeah. You know, moving, getting out of the Marine Corps, moving back, not knowing what we were gonna do. Uh, you know, the Marine Corps doing this, the Marine Corps doing that. Whenever I was trying to get out, you know, just. Things that just were, you know, part of the process, but it just put too much stress on her. So the second time around, I was like, you know what? Worst, best case scenario, my wife's, uh, you know, she because she had an eyelash extension studio. She's been doing it for ten years, man. One of the best in the game, Vanessa Gill. Um, but she, um, it was. I was like, man, you know what? We really want to have this. We're really gonna have this baby. So I got to take all the pressure off of her. The best case scenario, she works, no complications. She's gonna bring in a certain amount of money. I'm gonna be in the fire academy. Um, you know, making 20, whatever thousand they make when they're in there. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be good. Worst case scenario, she has complications and she's not able to work and now I'm making nothing. Yeah. I I got a house that didn't have a crazy mortgage and, you know, we don't have a crazy amounts of bills, but it was like, you know, it was just one of those things where I was like, you know, this isn't smart for me. (laughs) So man, honestly, I took about two weeks 
two weeks of trying to figure out, man, I, w- I was doing a lot of running. I was doing some lifting. Uh, you know, obviously I was doing some drinking. I wasn't, I wasn't getting blackout drunk, you know, in the backyard with a, with a fifth of whiskey or anything, but I was, I was just really getting into a really, um, calm state, you know, cause the house I got two. you know, at this time I have one kid, pregnant wife, um, you know, just, and, and, and no job, yeah. you know what I mean? I got yep. some money that in all reality would last me about, you know, four to six months, but got no job. So I was, you know, set back, did a little bit of reflection. I said, what are the three things that I know how to do? 100% I can build some fences. And that's why, I, you know, I have, I have a, a system of fencing that I build for all my customers. It's called Bulletproof Fencing. Yeah. Trademark, by the way. <laughs> um, and, and, it, and it's just, but, it, but it's for the clientele that wants something that's going to last forever, you know, for their forever homes. As long as they, uh, as long as we stain and seal it and everything like that every, you know, three to five years, you know, the customer's going to get really good life out of the type of fencing that I build. Uh, and I could chemical, and I could pressure wash. So my first two years, right out of high school, before I went to the Marine Corps, I was in, uh, I, I got a, a scholarship actually from Mattress Mac. And I uh, went, went to community college and got my associate's degree. But I did a lot of online classes. So during that time, I ran a crew for an individual here actually in spring that, um, that you know, we, we chemical cleaned houses, pressure cleaned. You know, we, we even chemical cleaned roofs, yeah. uh, driveways, all that good stuff, window cleaned. Um, so at 18 years old, you know, I'm learning all these, you know, correct PSIs, correct chemical, to, you know, chemical to water ratios to not damage siding, paint, all this. Yeah. So I knew I could do those two. So next day, you know, I think same same day, next day, got on uh, um, Vistaprint, mm-hmm. got some business cards, got some door hangers, uh, went out went out to the uh, store, picked up a high-end pressure washer because, you know, you one that you can dial down PSIs, one that you can dial, you know, re- it's just a quality machine yeah. that you want to be working with. Um, so I got those, I overnight shipped those door hangers, threw them in a camelback, drove around to different neighborhoods, yeah. parked my car, ran, you know, the whole neighborhood <laughs> as much as I could, door to door. Yeah. Get a little PT in, putting it on there, man. Because what, what, a thousand hangers cost you 70 bucks, right? Yeah. Yep. So even if I just got one house, pressure washing a driveway at yeah, $100, pay for it. Right? Pay for it. Yeah. You know, that was one. But dude, a flurry happened. Yeah. And by the time I knew it, man, I'm doing, you know, three to three to $400 a day in pressure washing alone. And then they're like, hey, what else do you do? Be- through my series of owning a uh, home ownership, I also knew how to paint. I wasn't yeah. a professional painter yet, yeah. but I knew how to paint. So, you know, where now I charge a certain amount of money for a, a level five finish and, and painting a house. Back then I was charging, you know, half that just yeah. for... Me doing your, me painting your house as a guy who's decently reasonable, right? Yeah. So that was my, that was my MO. That was my calling card. I was, I was Gil the Handyman. That was the name of the company. And it was pressure washing, fence building, and, and some painting. Man, I'd do handiwork, whatever it was to put on the house. I'd hang mirrors. I'd hang pictures. Whatever the customer needed me to do, man, I'd get it done if I, if it was in my wheelhouse. Well, then, um, so my father-in-law, he, he reached out to me. He's got 30 years concrete experience, right? So he reached out to me and was like, "Hey, Miko, you know, come to uh, come work with me." He's like, "I'll I'll I'll teach you how to do concrete, you know, but you got to put in the blood, sweat, and tears." You know what I mean? He's just not gonna give me thirty years worth of game for free ninety nine. You know what I mean? Yep. He wanted to see some of that blood and sweat equity. So, uh, man, within two weeks, bro. Honestly, I was I was already estimating jobs. I was I already knew the groundwork that go into. I don't knew, I already knew the limitations. The majority of the limitations of where we could and could not put concrete. What concrete needed to survive. Uh, what type of grades and slopes that we were dealing with in certain backyards so that customers wouldn't have pooling waters and this, that, and the other. 
So my father-in-law became honestly my first my first subcontractor. He was he was, <laughs> okay. he was the first individual part of my team. That's nice. Uh, it was yeah. it was it was neat, man. But again, I succeed, his daughter succeeds. You know, yeah. and, that, and that's kind of where where he was at. But again, it wasn't like he was giving me anything free. You know, I like I said, I put in my my blood and sweat equity. You know, digging, putting forms, putting rebar, yeah. you know, wheelbarrowing fifteen to twenty carts of concrete, yep. man. You know, twenty yards like that. That got there, and then shortly after, uh, a buddy of mine that I, that I've known for some time, him and his dad, they have a roofing company. So uh, he saw what I was doing. He asked me if I want to be a part of it, man. So I went ahead and uh, I said, "Yeah, I'll come out. Let me see one of your jobs, man." So I went out to one of his jobs to see how they operated. Because with me, we're really big on professionalism. Yeah. We're really big on customer service, and we're extremely huge on cleanliness. Yeah. We like cleanliness. <laughs> Every day when I leave, you, it, yeah, there's gonna be some tools there. There's gonna be some material there, yeah. but. Dirt and junk and shit is not. Excuse me, it's not going <laughs> to no, be all good, over man. the floor. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's 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 that's, just that's, one of those things. That's, that's, that's some record coming out, man. Yeah, man. But hey, it, it is. That's I tell my wife, man. She loves when I sweep and mop, and she's like, yeah. she's like, I didn't know you could do this. I was like, man, what do you think I did in Marine Corps? I wasn't always gunfighting. You know what I mean? That's what you. That's like the first thing you learn to do. Hundred percent, like, yeah. the first thing you learn to do. Uh, so you know, once that happened, I went and saw how they did. They operated real well. And then I let them finish the job. But they finished the job. I, I went and ran some errands, came back about a couple hours later, went to went to that customer, knocked on their front door. Yeah. Acted like I was a neighbor living in the living in the in the neighborhood. I didn't live in the neighborhood <laughs> at all. But I acted like I was like, hey, you know, how was your experience with that roofing company? Did you guys like them? You know, were they, how were they? They're like, oh my God, they're great. You know, they were referred by this person. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So I went back to my buddy and I said, All right, man, let's come up to an agreement. You know, how, where are we gonna be? You know, what would you know, just how how you do with a subcontractor? Because people, you know, they look at it like, oh, well, you, you know, you don't really do much. Well, yeah, I meet with a lot of my customers now. Yeah. I go, I'll go over plans. We talk over design. But at the same time, I carry the insurance for the company. I carry all the marketing. I carry all the all the, uh, all the the uh, overhead for the company. People don't realize that's how reliable contracting companies do it. They they have their, 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 their overhead and their profit, and they have their subcontractors. Because there's no way I can handle five houses. Because in Houston, everybody wants things now. Oh, yeah, that's true. In order to want and, – and, and the thing is, if I can't provide for you right now, yep. then the whole, the money burning a hole in your pocket is going to go to somebody else. Yep. Who and, can do it. And, yeah. and, and, and I just can't do it. Now, if I was a, you know, a very high-end specialist crown molding type of guy and yeah. you know, had a six-month waiting period, some people wait for things like that. But you're talking about overall general remodeling, man. And but the thing is, with a contractor, contractor's got to be engaged. Yeah, he has to know the product just as if he's installing it. And if yeah. the contractor doesn't know exactly what's going on, yeah, then that's where you run into problems. But if you have contractors that legitimately have their team, and we'll talk about my team and who they are and how I'm associated with them. Um, all my guys, I know them, or they know somebody that I know very closely. Yeah, it, it's one of those referral based you know, reputation based type of things where they, if you screw somebody over, you have to look at somebody else that you respect oh, yeah, in the face. True. Yep. So that's my, that's my biggest thing with the company. That's why whenever I'm always referred to people is so that, you know, I, I it's, it's actually like checks and balances for myself the way I do it. I don't do a lot of the Craigslist and this, that, and the yeah. other home advisor marketing. And, and I really don't get into that because it, it's, it's not the type of business model that I want. I like no, to, I to hang out with people. I get it. Um, so, you know, at that point in time, you know, the, I brought on on roofing, and then so this is this is relatively quick, man. I started the company in January 2017. We're talking Easter of yeah. 28 of uh, the same year. Uh, had a customer, and 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 they reached out to me and they said, "Hey, can you do this, that, and the other?" I could not do it, but I would never tell them that I couldn't. <laughs> I will like I it. will make yeah. no money and pay a subcontractor full price to get it all done for me. So that I could learn how to do it, learn the steps that went into it, yeah. learn what it came, 
um, what it takes because education is not free, man. Everybody wants something for free nowadays. Oh, that's true, man. And it's not free. You, you, you. If you really want to learn, you got to pay with it in some way, shape, or form. So, but I told the customer, I was like, yeah, I can get it done. I'll come, I'll come and estimate it, man. You're talking three days before Easter. I told him I'd see them, you know, the week after Easter. I come out. Well, guess what? I go to family barbecue. My wife's cousin. At this point in time, I, him and I had a great rapport. We, he was just always. Um, I was always in the Marine Corps when I talked to him. So at that point in time, he was like, hey, man, uh, what are you up to now that you're out? I said, man, I actually started this kind of quirky handyman remodeling type of a business, man. You know, my, my you know, father-in-law, his uncle was doing the concrete for me. Um, you know, obviously, I'm still planning it out with the customers, you know, and all these type of things. I'm not just sending one guy and he talks. Yeah. To I still do. Everything goes through. my. I'm one point of contact. So if anything happens... On, on when I'm remodeling your house, I am the point of contact to nobody else is, 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 you know, it's, it's not a messy situation. It's not convoluted with, you know, a lot of different people, you know what I mean? Of this person, that person, it's all me. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so, so I told him about it. He's like, dude, I've been doing this for, you know, 18 years, but he, he just, he wasn't, uh, he's not a very huge people person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's yeah, a great guys, guy yeah. when you get to meet him, but he's, he's more of like a shy guy. Real, not shy, but just stays to himself. So he's not out there, you know, uh, you know, just always trying to just meet with new customers. He's he's more of a, hey, I want, you know, he has a very religious clientele of his. They they pass him through themselves, but it's a small group of individuals. Yeah. But they pass him okay. to their people. So I was like, dude, well, I got this job, and uh, I I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and, and I mean, how many people in, 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 in you know throughout history have done that you know what i mean and and it, and it turned out and it worked out in, in a good way um so he was like dude i'll come out and i'll um he's like i'll show you I, you just got to learn so of course man i'm here to learn um so we went him and i man we knocked that job out man it was floors it was it was bath two bathroom remodels floors upstairs downstairs um and, and, and it just worked out for us man got the before and afters and just started posting that now he became like my my my, my right hand he oh nice like the project manager yeah. for me man because i after I posted that, the, that those one before and afters, I mean, I have a wide network of individuals that I've met just throughout the years. So people start referring, hey, man, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. But now I have an ace on my team. You know what I mean? I got a Justin Verlander on my team. <laughs> so I'm like, man, let's keep going. Well, through him, you know, I'm, I meet plumbers. Just through normal life activities, man, yeah. I meet plumbers. I test them out on my own house. A lot of my house, man, was a test bed for guys. Really? Oh, I would never let them go to customers' yeah. houses no, no, I get without it. knowing, you know, like what they were about. Yeah. So, you know, I, I I met, you know, one licensed electrician, you know, one licensed plumber. I had an HVAC buddy of mine that I went to high school with, licensed guy, had his own company. So now I was essentially doing Marine Corps philosophy, man. I did the last four years I was a combat instructor. At any given time, if I was a platoon commander, I'm in charge of all 400 privates, getting them up, getting weapons count, getting heads counts, yep. you know, getting them to chow, get, you know, getting them to the range, getting them wherever I got to get them prepped for the hike. Now I'm doing it with grown men and not on a huge scale. Yeah. And with nobody breathing down my back but, but the you, mortgage right, company. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Not, not everybody really. My wife, my wife is there as a hundred percent support, uh, you know, and 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 we're just going. So now it's it's just logistics again and manage and, yep. and management, what it was in the Marine Corps. So yeah. that's where at a hundred percent, I I accredit that, and that's why I said most veterans, man, is especially you know those that have been you know successful in, in high stress combat situations. Yeah, dude, business ownership is is for you, man. Oh yeah, as long as you're not you know living tooth and nail above your budget. Yep. 
dude, you can have room for error and room for, hey, I didn't make that much money this week. Especially yeah. if you're getting out, man, you're getting 60, 70, 80, 100% disability, dude. Yeah. You know, you're in Texas, that's $3,200, $3,400 if yep. you have dependents. Yep. Dude, that's... You could pay a mortgage with that, and yeah, anything easy. else is, is trial and error and and, and learning. You know, oh, it's 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 certainly the the perspective is there, there's a lot that that you can take that you've learned, and even if you weren't even like a, a high go getter in, in the military, like you weren't the guy who was who was getting you know meritorious or, or yep. everything else. There's a lot that you can learn from the guys you worked with. I had I had some really good platoon sergeants that I, I worked around. Um, now I'm not gonna say I was the, the I wasn't like the average marine, but I also wasn't the worst or the best. Like, but there was a lot of things that I learned. Um, just from the people that I was around and the experiences that you had. And when you go back and you look at it, uh, I, I don't think a lot of us reflect enough time on the service that we did. You know, depending, it doesn't really matter what you've done. You could have been a loadmaster to a grunt to an admin person. Yep. And there's so much stuff that you can learn from the systems that the the, the military has, right? Yep. Not just the Marine Corps. I, I Actually, I just spoke to a guy the other day. He's a Mustang, um, was, right? And so he's out now. And a lot of his coaching practice for his, his corporate clients is all Marine Corps philosophy. I mean, it's the simple things that, 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 that we did. And then he's just introducing it. And, and it's so funny because it's not something that you invented, you know, it's just something you come up in and you learned and you said, look, this is, I've been through this. I've made it through this. I can make it again, but it is a big change. It is a big change from going to wear a uniform to now kind of being your own boss. Cause still in the military, we're, we're used to, to rules, regulations, and now we got to kind of make our own rules. And regulations, oh man, right? that was a, so you, a completely different thing. Yeah. So you got to be that, that person who's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get the discipline back, um, on my own. Cause up until a certain point, you are the person who's relying on that next person to wake you up or yep. to tell you where to go to cut you orders. Um, you know, and that goes until you go to the highest part of the chain of command, right? The orders roll downhill from the highest to the lowest. And if you're somewhere in the middle, you're still dependent on somebody else. Yep. And so I think that's where it can kind of get convoluted, right? It can get very, um, yeah. We look at it and we say, yeah, I was successful as, uh, as a veteran or somebody who served in the, in the military, Yet when they transition out, you know, one, if you live in Houston at the time when I got out, everybody was looking to go into oil and gas because the money was there. So everybody was hunting down for the money. And I don't think, um, you know, having been there personally, me, now I'm like, it's not all about the money. It's about the, the quality of life. So you could still have a good quality of life, you know, cutting, you know, 40, 50 grand if you do it right. Yep. Like you said, living, living at your means, um, you know, not above, not below what, what you, you, you have as an idea. And then being able to take all the things that you've you've learned over time, you know, whether you did four years or 40 years yep. is being able to just start to push forward. But well, a lot of guys do get stuck at that point. You know? Yeah. No, where I was re really going with that was, was more of the being able to, yeah, of course, living within your means, $36,000 is still, you know, not a lot of money. Yeah. But it can be done. It, <laughs> it can be done, but I was, it, it sets you up. If you're getting some type of disability or whatever, man, yeah. it sets you up for the opportunity, you know, to make some errors, man. Yeah. That 18 grand that I had on my on my back at the time allowed me room to make errors and and uh, you know, times where I was giving jobs to customers at cost just for the before and after pictures. Yeah. B to build my portfolio, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's kind of that's kind of where it went to, man. And, and, and it continued to grow. You know, I was grinding. I was working. Yeah. My, I, I'd have I'd have my right-hand man on a project while I was out meeting with another customer, you know, doing all those things. Well, then here came, I don't know, man, probably a year, a year later, dude, I'm looking at myself in the mirror. 
And I'm like, what in the hell happened to you? I was succeeding as a father. I was succeeding as a parent. I was succeeding as a business owner. But my mental, my physical, dude, I put on 70 pounds. Man. In less than that year time frame. I, I, I mean, it might have been six months. Because I was still eating. I was still drinking the same and, you know, and there's times where, hey, man, you're eating a little bit more than, than you should, but you're not working out. I used to eat and train like an animal every yeah. day, man. I had, you know, I had the the the, the hills of, of the School of Infantry right behind my yeah. barracks room, man. So, you know, twice a week I'm running 6.1 or 6.12 miles or whatever it was. Um, you know, in those hills, man, you're burning, you know, 1,000, 1,500 calories in just that one shot minus, you know, uh, in addition to the muscle building aspects. So, it was just a different lifestyle, man. But then the the stress, the cortisol that I constantly live under, making sure the guys are good, making sure the next job is there. It, it's it's a it's a completely different ball game. So one day, man, I, I was like that for about a good year, bro. I was yeah. about that for about a good year. I was I was just a chunky, I mean, chewed up bubble gum, bro. Like I mean, <laughs> luckily I'm a guy that that puts it on everywhere, not just like upper body or gut or yeah. just legs or yeah. something. But man, it, it it wasn't it wasn't good, brother. Once I got to the point of size forty waist, I stopped buying pants. <laughs> I, I I I didn't physically want to accept that, and 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 it also it was it was a trifold problem though. It it, it was it was it was um, what's the what's the uh, compounding problem? Yeah, because not only physically was I terrible, you know, my body started to break down. I had I tore I tore my calf muscles the both of them in the same year God, trying man. to play basketball at 260 pounds like I was 200 pounds <laughs> not stretching not hydrating yep. nothing like that man and then I started to see a decline in the company where the discipline to take me to the next level didn't happen yeah and that's where I had to legitimately stay in the fight I had to look at myself at the time realize my limitations realize what I could and could not do but at the same time, really be honest with myself and tell, hey, man, what is it that you can do? What is it that you're willing to do? Yeah. And that's when I started the whole transition of really getting back into the gym. Even if I didn't get to the gym that morning, I made it a thing to wake up by 6 o'clock every morning. Yeah. You know, when, when you have guys that are going to start at 9 and... Oh, yeah, you got to be prepared. No, yeah. but even <laughs> but when, whenever everything's already at the job site, yeah, there's a propensity to get... Really, really, really lackadaisical and lazy. Mm. Whenever you're like, "Oh, today is already taken care of. Yeah. I can stay and hang out for a little bit and yeah. not do this, and I'll go to the gym later." You know, a bunch of excuses that we made, man. And once I decided to legitimately get healthy, healthier again, it, um, man, it it took about three to four months, and I was down twenty eight pounds. Nice. Um. I had a routine where I was waking up early every morning. I was going to get the material, taking it to the job sites. You know, when you start dealing with, you know, forty, fifty, sixty-five thousand dollar remodel jobs, I mean, you're talking customers that are putting some real good loot yeah. out there. Yeah. And they, they, see, they, they want to see, see the quality, they right? want to see that yeah. professionalism, man. Yeah. And and if yeah, I might have had a team and I might have been able to run my team. Yeah. But dude, if I'm the face of the company and I look like 35 pounds of chewed bubble gum, <laughs> yeah, how how yeah. how are they gonna look at me and how are they also gonna say like, well, if he's lazy like that, yeah, what is he doing on my house? Even though I'm giving customers oh, yeah. top grade, yep, everything, I would never oh, let them yeah, let's start let to let question them, you, man. But they'll question you. And I needed to go to the next level. 
I wanted to go to the next level. And like I said, I was done wearing, I, I was done not being able to buy some nice clothes, man. You know what I mean? So I, now I'm in a th- size 36 waist, you know, down 28 pounds. Uh, maybe put on about five pounds within the last couple of weeks. Uh, just, you know, some of the food and stuff like that. I, I, I strict down on the diet again, starting this week, went back, did leg day two days ago. Yesterday was some swimming. I enjoy swimming, man. It, it's, it's, it's really, really good therapy. Also for the, uh, for the soul, man, whenever, if you ever, if you don't do it often, do it, man. It's, it's a lot better than you think. Um, but that's kind of what I, what I started getting into because I stayed in the fight to be able to start the company, right? Took just a massive set of, of, of cojones, right? Of, of, of just balls to be able to go and do it. My yeah. buddies asked me, man, cause I say all that to say this, the company now, if I had two customers, one had an had an had an issue with uh, uh, their, their mother. Their mother actually uh, got admitted to the hospital. Yeah. And then the other customer's husband came home from working out of state and said, "Hey, for Christmas we're going on a trip." Surprised her. But I already had two deposits on the books, but I can't close them out this year and report it as income to the company because, um, you know, the, the job's not completed. Yeah. So I'll have to finish that. I'm starting those two jobs at the beginning of next year, man. But if I would have had those two jobs, this my company would have would have uh, would have eclipsed th- uh, three quarters of a million dollars this year. Man. But that's just in contracts. You know yeah. what I mean? Not obviously. I still pay out labor. I still pay yeah. out material. Um. But you know, it, it it was it was a a very it was it was honoring, man. It was rewarding yeah. to see it. But the company started taking off in the second half of the year because that's when I made the change mentally, physically more disciplined, you know, getting back in the fight and rather than just staying because I kind of fell out of it, man, get back. And now staying in it, you know, every, every morning, man, I'm up, you know, I'm up by six. Sometimes I like to get up by five. If, you know, my wife's looking real peaceful and I got things to do, man, I'm kind of like, all right, I'll stay in bed for another 30, 45 minutes, you know, and I'm just there by myself. I turn on the lamp, read a book or, you know, just kind of browse on emails, you know, whatever I got to do or just come in the living room and and, and do some things. You know, I just I just don't want to wake everybody up because I'm up, you know, my kids still have to get some, you know, shut eye, man, because they're they're they're, (laughs) they need a lot of it. They're nuts, man. They're nutsos. (laughs) Oh man, but it's it's it, it's funny because I I I had battled the same thing over a couple of years doing doing consulting work and everything else, and you find like when your discipline falls off, and it doesn't have to be this massive like change. I think that's the one thing a lot of guys will look at, especially when I when I talk with other veterans, is like they got to go back to this just uber regimented. Um, I was this, and it was all of these things combined. And I was like, it's a little bit different of a lifestyle when you're when you're not that way. Like you can just you can start with a small thing just by routine, right? So the one routine you mentioned, which is really good, besides the gyms, I'm just wake up at six every day, come hell or high water, and that, and that it, it that that starts to snowball into some positive positive change. There was a um, I can't remember the name of the book. Um, was it turning the ship around? I don't remember. But the guy was like, he just he said the one small change he started to make is just make your bed every morning. Yeah, like that's it. I do it every morning. Like I and my wife, she's like, I was about ready to lay back down. I was like, well, lay on top. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's just something simple to 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 kind of flip the switch. And and I think especially people of of, of like our background and caliber is like you want to do everything to perfection. Like, and, and I wouldn't even say perfection. It's probably not even a good word to put with it. But you want to do like. If one thing is going to be that way, everything has to be that way. So if I can't do all of it, I'm going to do none of it. So yeah, and I think a lot of vets and, and other people with that kind of background are like all in kind of people. Yep. And when when shit starts to, to tail off, then everything tails off. So it's either all all or nothing, and um, it's just because it's the way you used to to live, right? Yep. However, 
I look at it now, now you're kind of in a different set of standards, not standards, in, in, in a different um, environment, right? Um, like the regular world isn't the same, so you can start to just kind of start to make these small adjustments, right? And you can kind of, uh, as you go, you can start to adjust fire a little bit. All right, I made some changes here. Let's see if we can make it a little better here, right? So now you're waking up early, and now you're going to the gym some more, and now you're doing this, and that's okay. And I think a lot of guys, when I, when I look at it, and a lot of people I talk to, it's like, the biggest problem they had is they let a lot of stuff fall off and then try to bring it all back. Like they all try to, I mean, every single one of them, I just tried to do, be this disciplined here. So like every morning they had like this, this super routine. They wonder why it only lasted two weeks. Well, I got up early. I had breakfast. I went to the gym. I did this and routinely I did this and it was just too much for them to bear because they had yep. fallen off so hard. Yep. And so I, I, I like how you, how you kind of built that out. It's like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to at least change this, right? At least, at least get, get back to get back to where I'm at, I'm going to have to do X, Y, and Z. Uh, and you do a lot of, it seems like you do a lot of self-examination, right? You like take a look at yourself. Well, yeah, you have to, man. Cause, and that's where, that's where, what, what, what really caused it all because I did everything that you were just mentioning. Yeah. I would say, you know what? Screw this. I'm not eating breakfast or I'm going back to just orange juice and egg whites. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Just things that I, and, and you know, I'm making orange juice and egg whites and my wife's over here making, you know, uh, overnight <laughs> oats or doing a, bre- <laughs> you know, nice healthy breakfast sandwiches, buttermilk biscuits, yeah, yeah. you know, with eggs and turkey bacon, avocado, you know, something, come on, man. Who's not going to want to eat that stuff, right? man? Especially when you don't have to put on, you don't have to ensure that you look good in a uniform no more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I like to feel I don't look terrible. You know, I'm wearing, like I said, 36 jeans, you know, large shirts. Um, but you know, still it's like, come on, man, I, I want those things. But I did all of that. I said, it's either all or none. And what's crazy about that all or none. And I'm sure some, I mean, we're not the only ones, man. Anybody listening to this podcast, it's paralyzing, man. Yeah. When you, when you try to get this all or none type of way into it. And my wife tells me that, man, she's like, well, you're either all the way or you're no way. And then sometimes do I catch myself just sitting somewhere. Yeah. Paralyzed. Yep. Instead of just changing one thing instead of making just one move completing one task to take that one task you just yeah. sit there yep. paralyzed like i don't know what the hell i'm going to do yeah and and, and okay. that's and been, that's i've been there <laughs> and, and but it's 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 that same, it's that yeah. thing that you know in the military like in, especially in the marine corps man where it was you you either want chaos and 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 you got to you know maneuver through it when things are calm mm. you can get very 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 um complacent yeah and, and, you know, like they said, complacency kills. Here, no one's going to kill you, yeah. but you kill yourself. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You can kill yourself with that, you know, and that was that was, that was just one of my things. And, and at the same time, you can get lackadaisical with it. Yep. And, yep. and those are the things that you just, man, you just, you just can't do, brother. Like, you have to legitimately, you know, anybody listening, you have to start with just one thing. Yeah. And figure out what that is, man. Usually, 100% what it usually is, is the damn booze. If you can figure out your, your your relationship with booze, a lot of people just instantly change. That's, That's one thing that I've all, I've always realized, man. For me, once I like if I if I say I'm only drinking on Friday night, yeah, or I'm only drinking on Saturday, man, I honestly get to Saturday and I have three four drinks. I'm a tequila guy, you know <laughs> what I mean. I have you know I have really good you know some high end. Once once I you get into tequila drinking, you get into high end tequila. <laughs> And, you know, there were stuff's like 120, 140, $200, yeah, yeah. $300 bottles. But you don't, you're not taking shots of $300 bottle shots. You yeah. know what I mean? You're, you're taking a sip, sipping that one, you know, two of not those, like man. It's like drinking that 1999 bottle where you can just, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. affordable, right? Yeah, I mean, and that stuff's cool, too. You know, it has its place. Um, 
But yeah, mainly for me, it's 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 you know getting the the booze and then getting to sleep early yeah. and turning the damn phone off. You know that's hard for anybody, especially a guy like my, myself that has a online business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, where a social media type of you know company where you know it's it's it, it plays a role. Yeah. You know, I'm messaging one of my buddies last night. You know about you know cleaning his house, and you know that was at night. That's the only time he could talk. Yep. You know, I I prefer not to have my phone. You know, and read a book or just hang out. Yeah. Um, and then getting up early, you know, getting up early and again, controlling the booze, yep. getting to sleep early allows you to get up early. Yeah. And then once you get up early, man, what, 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 what people have said, you know, and, it, and it's truth or everybody, you get up an hour early, two hours early than everybody else. You think differently than, than, than you oh, would have normally yeah. because you're alone with your own thoughts. There's so many times where I've thought of things just because I'm up by myself and I'm, I'm not, the TV's on, but I'm not looking at it. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, this is what I could do. And then the last thing is is, is physical activity. Yep. That physical activity is is so it's it's so underrated, man, that people don't really understand what it does. Even if it's a walk, even if it's a jog, because um, normally I really, I mean, I find out about myself, but I'm not thinking about my company when I'm repping 315, you know, yeah. squat yeah. rack. You know what I mean? I really don't care about what's going on with the company at the time, but yeah. I am worried about. I'm I'm thinking about myself. I'm looking inside myself. Yeah. But whenever you know, I do get some time to, to down. You know, things pop up. Oh man, I could do this better. I could do that better. Yeah. And then it gets you know it gets all the, the endorphins flowing. Yep. You're just a better person, man. Oh yeah. You just are, and yeah. and that's where a lot of vets they they kind of forget. I'm not in. I'm not in no more, man. I ain't got to do this. Yeah, yeah. I ain't got to run. I'm like, dude, it's it's not go on a physical, walk, bro. bro. Yeah, go on a walk. Yeah, you know, it's not physical anymore. You know, take a take a pack, man. You know, yep. throw a, 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 a flak jacket on, and just go run at the park by yourself. Yep. I do that shit all the time. Yep. I, I throw on a flak jacket. Well, not all the time, but I'll throw on mine, dude, and I'll and I'll put on some shorts. I'm not rock, walking around in you know combat boots and dog <laughs> tags and you know a freaking Kevlar on at the park, you know. But I have my you know my tricolor um, plate carrier, and I just throw that thing on, yeah. man, and with tennis shoes, and I'll just go run. Um, it, put, it it brings you back, man. It it honestly allows you to reflect on those times because a lot of guys they get out. I hear it all the time, man. I I, I wish I was in. I wish I was still in, man. I I, I miss the people. I, the Marine Corps changed. Yeah. You know, after 2014, the Marine Corps 100 percent changed. I saw it. I was in I was in training command. I yeah. saw it. I mean, the the new wave of first sergeants, the new wave of captains. You know, all these guys, newly promoted captains. Where are they going after TCOM? Yeah. They're going back to the companies, man. Yep. So they're gonna take those same philosophies back to the company yep. of the way they operate, the way they are, and that. And you had to ask yourself, is that the environment you wanted to live in? Don't ask, don't tell. All that repeal. That's cool, bro. I got no problem with yeah. it. But whenever it becomes more about political correctness and not offending someone, then mission accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. That's where it, it turned into a different beast that I could no longer be a part of because it just wasn't healthy for my mental. I, th I think what uh, one thing that you really mentioned was, you know, how a lot of things change. But if you go around the community that we have now, especially here where we live. So, you know, we're in Houston. We have one of the best veteran populations like in, in the country. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll debate that to anybody. Um, is that a lot of the guys you served with are around, right? Yep. Not even if they were in your same unit or command, but they had the same mentality. Yeah. And so you're surrounded with a lot of like-minded people, and and a lot of them want that change. Like they actually like the the uh, the ones that I've met are just kind of. Well, there's there's two kind. There's there's a kind that really wish they were still in, and they're they're gonna be like the uber motivated, you know. Uh, grunting at everything and shouting urod everything, which is cool, man. I get when yeah. you get around a company of, of guys, especially like big events, it's a lot of fun. But then, 
It's like they never left. And, and, and unfortunately, yeah. you left, and you can't take that with you. You can always be the Marine or the soldier, whatever it is. You can have that mentality with you. But, I mean, there, there are certain things that just kind of they're, they're going to be different. And I don't think we do enough of reaching out to the people that are around us. There's so many different organizations that you can get involved with people who are like you and who've been like you. And, and I don't – and I don't say that for you to isolate in that because there's so much more to it, but you can kind of use that as a base. Yeah. And, and like we're doing right now, like we serve at the same time. Um, you know, we'll, we can get along and have a conversation, but we know there's a greater means to it. And then understand, we, then we look at other people who've, who've started to make it in, in, in the world. Like uh, I have, you know, other veterans who are entrepreneurs or they're successful in business or starting nonprofits or whatever else. You can kind of look at them and see how you can kind of expand, expand out. And you can take those same tenets of discipline and apply them differently. It doesn't have to be the wake up at 4.30 PT, um, but you can you can take those things back where you feel you're falling short and kind of go back to those those same principles and just adjust them a little bit. I mean, life is going to be a little bit different. Now you have kids you got to take to school. And not to say that when you're in the military, you don't have kids to take to school. You know, one of my best friends has been in for, God, too long, right? He retires in five, 15 years. He's been in. And, you know, he, he does the same routine, except he's in the military life. And it's it's going to be different. It, yep. It's just there's a different set of standards when you're in. But I think a lot of us forget that there's so many other people out there. Like I said, just just who serve, who deployed alone is over like 2.5 million people, right? That's a lot of people. And we have a big majority of just veterans who were post 9-11 or before who exist in the in the city. I mean, you went to Reese Across America. That's, yeah, we saw each other there. We went to Reese Across America. Those are all veterans, patriots, people who yep. support you in a community who, who is there to, who is there. And there's other things we can do and we can look out for. Um, and when we tap into that and we have, and we get together with, with those people that we've served with or they've served at the same time, I think it can change a lot of things. Um, man, but a lot of guys don't do that, right? They, they don't, man. And that's kind of exactly. So I was at Reeds of America. I mean, aside from the fact of, you know, even if I, my dad wasn't there. So that was the mm-hmm. reason I, my, my dad was killed, what, 12, 12, about 12 years ago now, you know, due to his own sins, you know, yeah. uh, things he was doing, things he wasn't supposed to be doing. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't like to hear that. You know, they want to, you know, you have to, you know, remember the good and the person and this and that. Yeah, I do, man. I do. I do. I too. I take a hundred percent of what I, what I, you know, of the good things my dad taught me. I keep them and yeah. I pass them, you know, my goofiness, my silliness, <laughs> uh, you know, just doing whatever my kids want me to do, however they want me to do it. That my dad would do that for us. You know, he had no shame, you know, yeah. in that he just, if even if it was a goopy, you know, no matter, my dad didn't care, dude. He yeah. just, he just did it. Um, but at the same time, man, you know, he, he had, a, he had a dark side. Like everybody has a dark side and some yep. of us just, we don't deal with it. We succumb to it. Uh, or, or, you know, or, and, or like myself, man, I had a huge drinking problem back in 2011 and 12. Huge, uh, to the point where I where I I, I got in a car accident, and mm. luckily, man, I turned a Nissan Frontier into like a Toyota Civic. Luckily, the guy <laughs> didn't die, man. Yeah, and I, I, I was, and it, it by only by the graces of God, it uh the, the the way the way it happened, man, I didn't get charged with DUI or anything like that, man. It was it was it was a really it was uh it was just a a, a, for, a fortunate series of circumstances. But at the same time, at that time, I should have been punished way harder than I was. Mm. It, it would have uh, alleviated some of the other drinking issues and, and problems that I had after that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, it, it was what it was, right? So, um, but, my, but my dad was there, and he taught me a lot of things. Um, you know, losing him was the hardest thing that I had to go through. And it happened before I deployed. So a lot of the things that happened on deployment, I got buddies that are, you know, for the guy, we lost, we lost two, we had two KIA and five WIAs. And 
um, well, just in my platoon alone. And some the two KIAs were my platoon sergeant and 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 my uh, one of the corpsmen, and you know buddies of, of of those guys, man. It's it really rides hard, and I love those guys. You know yeah. they, they 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 were my guys. Yep. Um, but it didn't hurt like that. I cried for them. I think about them all the time. I've driven up to you know the grave sites. You know paid my respects. You know every time you know on their anniversaries, Memorial Day. You know, it, it always, you know, they always come to, to, to our mind. And especially when I was an instructor, man, my, my platoon sergeant, you know, the corpsman, uh, Doc Rass, he even lived through it, man. You know, he lived, all these guys were a part of my classes. I always made them a part of the importance of yeah. whenever I taught as a combat instructor. Um, you know, just because you never know, you know what I mean? Uh, guys like yourself that were comrades that were yep. attached to us that we had, um, you know, they would always live through because you just never know where you were going to be, right? So... Uh, and, and that's why we were there. And, and what, I, you know, we go off on little tangents, but for, for the REITs of America, a lot of guys, they're uncomfortable around the motivation, <laughs> around the appreciation. Yeah. And what, sure. what you got to realize is once you get out, you got to get back into that stuff. You, you have to be a part of it. You have to, you have to remember those individuals in, in that aspect. Pay your respects because one day somebody's going to be paying respects to you. When, yep. when you're buried there. And that was what I see a lot of um, veterans don't do. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, just, they just don't do it. And it, it kind of, it, it's, it's I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It, it's guys, I mean, maybe, I think it's, a, I think it's an internal thing. Yeah. They don't want to, you yeah. know, deal with it. They don't want to uh, hear it, but, uh, or face it, you know. And that's something that we have to do. Um, all the time, and and that was my thing. My kids had not been there yet, and they finally went. Oh wow! Um, to go there. Yeah, that's cool. That was actually my my kids' first time to actually to go to 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 be there. And, and I've always I've always looked at the I've always looked at you know getting them into understanding you know the 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 veteran community. You know they know their grand they know their granddad. Um, you know my my dad. You know he served in the uh, he served in the Air Force in the seventies. And, you know, and even the other side, we have appreciation for, for the other, the civic duty. You know, we have a bunch of people in law enforcement and we just, we, I, the way I see these communities work and all these people work is the, the very fact that they, I don't know, like they, they, they want to still live that lifestyle, but they don't want to get integrated back into, to, to people who can, who, who can understand them and then be around the community that supports them. And so it, it, it's, it's like this, it's, I don't know how to describe it appropriately because it's like I want this one thing but I'm not willing to do it it's almost like in business right like I want this business but I'm not willing to do this you know I want to I want to heal and feel better but I'm not willing to put myself in the position to do that and it's just this strange thing it's like you want to live that that life that yeah I was this marine or soldier or whatever else but I'm not willing to to go back and honor all the things that I did and then also help other people through that it's this weird form of isolation. And, and again, I've, I talk to so many people now, like just doing this, I get to have those conversations with people and, and, and I see it all that I see it so many times, right. Is where they sit there and it, it all goes back to this. I used to be this, you know, I used to be this, this soldier, this Marine, this airman, whatever it is. And, and when I'm out, I'm going to think this way and I want to do this and I want so much more, but I'm just not willing to go around it and, or to get around other people who have been there. And so by doing events like that and plugging yourself back in that community and a greater community of, I mean, hell, there's a lot of people who were there who are not even vets. They just support like the, yep. the, the white glove ladies that, that go to every funeral. I, yep. you, you did funerals in Houston yeah, National. I did, I did too. They were there every single every one time. and they always come up and shake your hand yep. and they always support 
and and I think um, if you're a veteran who shows up into that um, it, in, environment, it, it can it can be just be so good. Like it can be it, it can do so much for you. Uh, plugging into organizations like I'm going to go hopefully today after we're done here, I'm going to go meet the the executive director of Impact a Hero. He, you know, there it's a veteran service organization, and just by doing that, it opens the doors to so many other things that are out there. Um, like go beyond the initial service that you did, whether you did four years or forty years. Um, there's, there's, <laughs> you know, it, it's not like giving you direction to do this, but you know, we're people who have, who have served, who have deployed and who've had our own issues, whether it is from service service or it's not right. It's that, that, that kind of sparks something different. I think the change that happens when you serve, it, it, it just is kind of the catalyst to, to a lot of different things. Um, and then when you get out, there's another change that happens there. And so the idea is, is that, you know, especially talking everything you talked about, we focus a lot on your business is you can take a lot of the good things that you've, 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 you've experienced to use that to keep you going now, right. To stay in the fight now, like why use that to, it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. And then it's good, but you still have to do work. Like you still have to, to do these things. It's not going to go out and do it on its own anymore. You still kind of have to direct yourself and, and, and you have to realize that there are, and, and, if you have to do it through self-reflection, which I'm, I'm a big fan of, is that there are a lot of other people who are, who are out there who are, one, willing to support you, two, feel the same way that you have or are feeling, and three, there's resources out there for everybody, you know, to, to be able to to kind of push forward and just to keep going, right? And so that's, you know, I mean, that's, that's just the way that it works. Like, it, it's, you know, it sounds, it sounds simple, but... Um, and it doesn't sound like it could be easy, but all you got to do is ask, man. Like I could, uh, you want to come on, <laughs> how did this work coming on a podcast? It was uh, Crenshaw yeah. turned us on. To, yeah. So yeah. I actually just posted on Facebook, man. Cause like I said, I had, I had, I've been experiencing a lot of different things, uh, in a short period of time, you know, over, over these past three years Yeah. that I just, I felt like I see this certain shift in society, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to the way you're going to be as a parent, the way you should be as a, a human being, the way you should be as American, yeah. the way, you know, you know, the way we, the way we, we, we're just losing it. And I've, I've been experiencing a lot of different things with that. So I posted on Facebook, uh, you know, Hey, I want to get on a podcast or yeah. you know, something like that soon. And, uh, and that's where we got Gunny Crenshaw. <laughs> he, uh, he, you know, he tagged you in it, yep. you know, and, 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 and another buddy of mine that's in California right now, he's, he's still active duty. He's a gunny. He wanted me to, um, um, want to do his, but it'll be uh, over the air. Yeah. Uh, kind of the same thing, kind of, the, you know, same type of, you know, staying in the fight, but you know, more it, uh, on the active duty role that, cause yeah, he's yeah. still there. Yeah. So he just wants to talk about, and, and you know what it is for guys transitioning. So he's yeah. more of like the active duty slash to transition, yeah, guys not guys that are out, out yeah. you know, still trying to, 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 to do it. But man, it's, it all boils down to this. I am just a guy. You know what I mean? I'm just me, man. I'm I'm just like every everyone else is. Um, you know, we all have our experiences. We all have the things we go through. We all deal with death. We all deal with depression. We all deal with, well, not everybody, but some alcoholism, some, you know, stresses of are you parenting correctly? Are you husbanding? Are you spousing yeah. correctly? Are you mentally, are you screwing up your kids 
by, you know, other things that you've done, you know, mentally, are you, are you screwing yourself up? Are you messing with your, you know, your spouse? That's why I said it's a full-time job, yep. man. It's not just, it it's not just skill of Gill. It's not just skillful homes. It's also, you know, getting home, giving, you know, it's not a hundred percent out there in the streets and then they get 40% of your leftovers yeah. when you get home. Uh, you know, you're not just getting home, laying on the couch and all right, I did my due for the day. Yep. Kids jumping on you and this, that, and the other, your wife's like, Hey, you know, cause people don't give, you know, wives a, a lot of credit either, man. No, you know, no, with no. me personally, without my wife, hundred percent, man, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't make, I would not be here. Yeah. I would not have made it through some of the darkest things that I had to get through where she was the only one, even buddies that I, you know, that, that are supposed to be your dogs, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're backing out, they're bugging out cause they just don't want to deal with it or they can't deal with you. You know, because they know they get in, you know, during, a, you know, a drunken stupor or whatever, you know, they're in they're in your face and they know you're probably going to end them. Uh, but, you know, my wife, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she was the one that was able to stand there, you know, toe to toe. I'm, I'm not hitting my wife or anything, but toe to toe in my face like, hey, you're done. Yeah. Go to sleep. This, that and the other. And, it, and it's been a while since I've, I've been on that level, man. I, I I've now developed a pretty healthy relationship with alcohol. Uh, more just, you know, festive. One drink here, one drink there. Um, it's not a, you know, everyday six pack type oh, yeah. of thing anymore. No, um, and, and that's where I, I, I want to tell everybody, dude, just whatever you feel like you can have fun doing, go out and do it. I knew I like to destroy things and put them back together. So where I'm at was like a perfect way to, you know, just yeah. a perfect company to be in. I get to destroy things and then put them back together and make it happen. Uh, and people and 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 Whatever it is, man, yeah. podcast, yep. you know, um, you know, tele, not telemarketing, just marketing, sales, you know, getting into trades, getting into construction. You don't have to, you don't, you don't have to get out of the Marine Corps and go straight to school, man. Get something before, you know, yeah, there, yeah. there's a lot of trade schools, electricians, plumbers, yeah. you know, things like that. They're paying real good loot, man. You don't have to be Billy Madison going back to school. You know what I mean? <laughs> Trying to yeah. figure that out. You no, can go it. into a trade um, and, and do that, man. And, and, and. Honestly, you know, as veterans, man, you need to just when you get out, it's it's hard to ask for help. It's oh, it hard is. to yeah, ask, it? man. It's but once you get over that, once you get over that, you know, hey, you know, I can I do this? Can I not do that? It turns into you just being raw. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 man, do not get caught up in what the world's doing. Yep. Don't get caught up in social media, what social media is doing. People are only going to show you the best stuff. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I put on the routinely, man, hey, I've made a stupid decision. I've yep. done this. Because I want people to also see that. It's just not all candy canes and yeah, reindeers. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, it never is. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I took my family to Disney World this year. Dude, but I was a mental wreck. Yeah. The majority of the year because that was like our only vacation that we went on. That was my only break yeah. away from the high-intensity, high-frequency company that is my company. Um, you know, and you need those things. And I'm not telling people vacations, man. Even if it's just retreats, alone yep. time. Yep. We always try to judge each other, our spouses, whoever. But, oh, man, well, you're doing this on your own. You're doing this on... Man, give your spouse some damn alone time. Yeah. It, but, hey, men, you know, and I speak for men just because that's what I am. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you got to give your lady, you know, you got to give her back. Yep. If you don't give her something that back, yep. yeah, you can't just be selfish, man. You know, your lady's also 100%. You know, I'm, I'm not saying she's out there wearing your rank, but she's 100% with you. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. She's 100%, you know, on your side. And, you know, without mine, that wouldn't have happened. And, and, and what I tell some people, man, is if you're losing healthy relationships due to a, 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 um, 
uh, a dependency of yours. Yeah. Alcohol, drugs, you know, gambling, whatever yeah. it is, man, a, a, that, that we can get into a, as veterans. Dude, like, look at yourself. Yeah. Figure, figure out where, where, where you want it to be. Cool. And again, and you know, no, no one's beyond reproach on that, man. Everybody falls. You said a, uh, a big thing is like, is we do have the hard time asking for the, for the help and, and, and reaching out for that. It, 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 it's, I mean, it's, it's really easy. I, uh, I, t- I tell vets all the time or anybody I meet is like, if you know somebody who's doing X, Y, and Z and you feel you can have that conversation with them, give them my email, like give them a, have them linked to me on LinkedIn, Facebook, call, here's my number. Yeah. And then I, I know an organization that they, they might just be able to discover, but that's, that's the hardest part. I think for a lot yeah. of the guys is to say, Oh, somebody, they don't want the handout and it's not, a, it's a military's fault. Yeah. If, yeah, it is. It it's, is hundred percent. They is. always made you feel like, Hey, you have to, yeah, yeah. you know, you gotta be. <laughs> Top grade on paper. Yep. No one can ever know about your problems yep. uh, or hide them or deal with them. You yeah. know, your team leader's dealing with them. Your squad leader hides them from the first sergeant, yep. from the gunny. You know, all those type of, you know, weird things. First sergeant hiding it from the captain. Yep. You know, just to make everybody seem like, oh, everything's cool. Man, yeah. kids are 18 years old, yeah, yeah. 20 years old. I know first sergeant's, you know, gunny, staff sergeant's getting DUIs at 30 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, I've, I've, I've seen... In a in a crazy unit where it's a very independent unit where you where you really see uh at like at like at SOI at, at TCOM yeah you really you know you're you're doing a lot on your own you know yep. you were doing a lot of, of of independent things you know you had to PT on your own in the off cycle you know you'd get together maybe PT twice a week with the company yeah but a lot of times it was hey because not every marine wants to go out and just you know run and do you know cherry pickers <laughs> yeah. and crap like that right. So every some Marines for CrossFitters, some Marines powerlifters, some Marines are run, yeah. you know, runners, swimmers, um, you know, surfing, man. You know, that was a cool thing I would do sometime with my Marines. But hey, man, we're all gonna go meet at the water and let's go surf. Yeah, cool. Hey, man, that's, you ain't got a board. Cool, I got another one. But you yeah, know, it's funny you mentioned that. Like we do that there, but why don't we do it now, you dude? Know it's, I mean? Again, it's <laughs> I don't I, I don't have the answer for that. Yeah, I, cool. I know the feeling. Yeah, I know the feeling of it, but I don't have the answer as to why we don't do it. I wish we would do it more because. But the feeling is, um, how do I put this, man? I, I, it's like when you take pictures, right? Yeah, yeah. How many, how many, at the time when you're like, oh man, all the homeboys get together, man. Yeah. It, uh, people are like, what y'all doing, man? That's corny. That's gay. That's this. That's that. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Um, when you were like in country, cause you're trying to be hard, you're trying to be gay. <laughs> but how, yeah. ma- how many memories do you wish that you had right now with guys that aren't there anymore? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I have my platoon sergeant. And my platoon sergeant that passed away, you know, Staff Sergeant Smith, like, I knew him before when he first joined the reserves. Yeah. I was a Lance Corporal, he was a sergeant. But we had more of a friendship, like, like buddy type of relationship because yeah. I was in the MESET program. I had an aviation contract. Okay. Um, you know, to, I wanted to fly in the reserves, and then we deployed, and then I, I didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to go active duty, and that's what I did. But yeah. Um, but at one point in time, I was in, I was in the MESET program. And, um, and, and, and he was trying to do the same. He, he, you know, he, he was looking into the, the options. So we talked a lot before that, but again, he was a sergeant. I was a Lance corporal. Then when he finally became into my platoon, it took on a different type of, uh, um, connotation, in the relationship, you know, a different type of, 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 uh, just feeling overall, but it, it was what it was. But man, I still remember the, one of the first individuals that we, it was like a confirmed kill that we had on the, on, on, um, in country. Because we we dropped high Mars, we had dropped some, you know, uh, kilo one, uh, kilo two alpha sidewinders on people and stuff like that, and got into firefights from distance. But we never had to go do a BD uh, a, a, a battle damage assessment, right? But uh, once we finally did that one time, 
man, I was I was mounted. He was riding right, walking right next to me on on uh, on the on the road. I saw this guy spotting, 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 spotting. And at one point in time, I pointed, and he turned, and he pulled up. Boom! Yeah, blew that dude's heads off off the back wall. And it, and it was and it was, but it was such a weird triumphant change in his and I's relationship where he was like, "Hey, man, Gil, good job," or like he called me Josh. I even think, yeah. man. <laughs> and even if I would have just had a picture of him that day, yeah, just him and I together, you know, thumbs in and up, teamwork, yeah, Marine to Marine. Man, I only got like one picture with him, man, and I, it's one where it's a platoon picture, and the other one is like just kind of in the. In just the, uh, the the randomness, yeah. But it wasn't like a like his rifle, my rifle, me and him, yeah. And no, I get it. But we, you know, you don't have those now. He's dead. Yeah. You never know when it's the last time you're ever gonna see somebody, hang out with somebody, the last hug, the last hello, the last time you drink with them, whatever. Uh, and that's kind of um, you know my 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 thing when it came to that. That's the feeling. We're like we got to be tough all the time. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, I was, I was, I was initiating a lot of photos when I went. Me and my buddy, we just went to up to Utah to do some fly fishing and yeah, pheasant yeah. hunting the yeah, week you put before. A bunch of photos up on Facebook. Oh man, I, I loved it, man. Yeah. I, getting in the outdoors, just being out there—that's that's that's, that's yeah. therapy, man. Because like, it, and it makes you a better person. Honestly, yeah. it does. Getting away makes you a better person. When I say yeah, it person, it, 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 I I respect a lot more the nature. I want to be out more in the nature now. Um, doing a lot more different type of hunting, conservation type yeah, of yeah. things. Get home, miss my family more. Yeah, you know, you 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 get a little reset and you come back and yeah. you just want to give them all the love in the world. I, th- I think I, you hit you hit on a good point, and especially you know, uh, and that's not taken away from the rest of the population that deals with things too, but just our demographic alone is being able to to uh, be open to those things, and, and and yeah, you can you can soften up a little bit. There, I think a lot of people say you got to be hard all the time. You got to be like this, this you know. Uh, this this macho you know what, what you used to be and i was like that that wasn't even healthy then it was healthy it works in the time like when you're in a when you're in a combat zone like you yeah. need, you have to have it's yeah. a, it's a it's a resource you use to survive however it doesn't work so well here and we watch it day like we watch it day in and day out and then as people kind of start to to, to wind down a little bit and the ones who get it they, they they finally thrive like i said i went to this camp in october and the the i met a career eod guy out there um who happens to know another EOD is a small community, so they yep. all know each other. So he's he's like, oh, you know this, you know Tim over here, yeah. So I heard some stories on the back end about him. Another guy was the ODA guy, right? So he had, you know, we can't I can't talk a lot about him, but at the same time, the guys that you saw at the time in service who were like always hard up, you're watching them, and it's not kumbaya shit. Like it's legit. Something has to change, yep. and, and now they take the they don't take anything for granted anymore. So we did the same thing. Like we were taking pictures, we were shooting the shit, we we're yep. doing all these things because. Like now you have other people and you're building the same brotherhood, um, that you had then it's just in a different context, right? You're you're not, you're not, you know, now putting guns up and trying to, you know, with a cigar hanging out your mouth, like this is what we did. Now it's, um, it's, it's different. I don't know how, I don't know how to describe it. And and that's what I I tell you. I don't, I, I, I know the feeling because I've been there, you know, when your dudes are trying to take pictures and you want to take pictures, you know, you're like, I'll do that's You know, that's gay. You don't (laughs) want to, you know, how are you going to ask, you know, this, that, and the other. Right. But, when you look back at it, you wish that you had it. Yeah. You wish that it was still there. Mm. Um, you know, and about being hard up all the time, man, you can take a quick lesson from Disney. You know what I mean? With, yeah, with, yeah. Simba, with Simba and Mufasa, and they just said, he's like, only brave when I have to be. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, you're, yeah, never, yeah. you're never scared. No, I was scared of losing you. And that's kind of, you know, that same thing. Like, we, like we, <laughs> we, you know, we need to, we need to really just, uh, just, man, let it, like, I wouldn't say let it go because you always want to be on the alert, you know, stay in color yellow, yeah. you know, always vigilant what's going on. And I teach a lot of those principles to my family, you know, always, you know, showing my wife whenever I cross an intersection, 
I mean, I'm driving where, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the point of, you know, most friction, the point of least amount of danger, yep, most yep. amount of danger. Because she, you know, I, I tell her, I was like, when you drive through an intersection, how are you driving? She's like, oh, I drive straight through. I'm like, cool. I said, you want to know how many times I've checked each one of these corners as I'm driving up to the intersection? Yep. It's just a natural thing. How many times I'm looking over my shoulder, checking my surroundings when we're walking out of the mall, yep. walking out of Target. You wish it wasn't like that. Yeah. I you know, know. But, but it is. And, and those are just the things that those are things you can be hard up on. Be hard up on that, man. Being a gangster to your family, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Being, being a gangster to your friends, like, just all the time, like, ah, oh, man, you know, you don't have to do that, bro. Yeah. It, and I'm telling you straight up, you don't have to do it. it. It's once you let that go, it becomes so much easier just to be you. Yeah. Becomes so much because no one is no one was like no one was like that before you went in the Marine Corps. No, so, you, yeah. so man, just yeah, get back little, to you're a little, little bit. shit before you went in. Yeah. And now and then all of a sudden you just transform and 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 it it, it just becomes routine. It, it becomes routine. And and again, a lot, you know, a lot of people are like, well, some people just did four years or did four. It doesn't matter. There's a like a. It, it's almost like everybody flips a switch at some point in time when they're in, and um and. Uh, a lot more side, a lot more on your side uh, of the house, but I don't even take that away from guys who did stuff like you know EOD or route clearance or any of those things. Like there's just there's this there's, there's also this other perception that exists in the in the military culture is that well it has to be this certain job that has to feel that way. Yeah. But I mean I've been to so many different places with so many people who so, did so many different jobs and the, the 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 military requires you no matter what you're doing is you're going to be have to have this alertness yeah. to you. You know, I, I don't I, I when it comes to that man, I, I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And in the fact that the one thing that bugs me the most is that people pick and choose yeah. Yeah, what yeah. things of the Marine Corps they're gonna keep with them, right? They they no one really's always like dudes that have alcoholic problem, right? Yeah. Majority of them don't have an alcoholism problem while they're on active duty. You know what I mean? Like the majority of them. Now, yeah. yeah, on the weekends they'll oh, drink. They drink, but yeah. They drink, but up. who's, I mean, I know dudes that are, you know, drinking fits of vodka by 11 a.m. When did you ever do that in the Marine Corps? Yeah. Never. Yeah. You know what I mean? So why don't you take some of those principles that you that you did, you know, take, if you're going to take the principles, take all of them. Yeah. yeah. Be be who you were. Yeah. And the, get up at five. Yeah, yeah. Why are you getting up at nine? Oh, but you blaming you blaming that on the Marine Corps, yeah. but you know you're blaming your PTSD. You're blaming yeah. you know this on the Marine Corps. Everybody's got it, man. I got it. I don't know what the VA is going to rate me. I'll know my rating coming out in the next couple because uh, uh, I got blown up twice when we yeah. were in Afghanistan. But I'll I'll know my rating coming out uh, soon. Um, but man, honestly, it's it's mainly just just because of like trauma. Because I was in I was the lead uh, I was the gunner in the lead vehicle, and one time the first time I got blown up was from the front. Second time I got blown up was from the vehicle from the rear. So you take that concussion blast, man. And I just want to know if I'm rolling, you know, you know, shit balls in my hair at 55 years old because I got Alzheimer's. Hey, you know, at least yeah, some yeah. benefits are going to my family, dude. Right. It is what it is. You just don't. The, the chemistry of of the brain is still something that they're they just don't know about, man. It's the only thing I can describe it as is Play-Doh, and Play-Doh yeah, yeah. very fragile, man. Once yeah. you shift it, it's so hard unless you throw it back in a mold. Which the only person that has the mold is is the good man upstairs. Yeah. Unless you throw it back in the mold, you're not gonna you know you're not gonna be who you were. So I know that I'm changed, you know, and I, I and I know that in my personal life, but um. You know that that whole pick and choosing, like, dude, be 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 it all. And, and yeah. when it comes to you know people like, oh, only this type, dude, man, it was the craziest thing. Some of my best friends yeah. are, are not even grunts, man. Yep. You know, and 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 guys that I have the best combat, you know, related relationships with. Yeah. My, my you know, my one of my best friends is you know Gunner Sergeant Josh Nicholson, and he he's he actually just took off recently for a deployment. Yeah. Um, and but dude, he's on his eighth combat engineer. I mean, yep. dude's got stories for days. Yeah. You know, oh, a yeah. stack that's from, the, you know, the bottom of his breast all the way to his neck. Yeah. You know, dude's highly decorated. Uh, one of my other good buddies, uh, 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 David Beaton, he was he was an 01. Yeah. Uh, admin. Yep. 
combat, you know, damn with a V, not even, not even a, not even a, uh, no, 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 no. Um, what, what's, what's the, what's the one right after a Nam? Oh, um, the green, the green, Navy, the green, uh, Navy com, Navy yeah. com, Navy yeah. com with a V. Yep. So you, you know, you're talking, you know, and he was admin for recon. You yeah. just never knew where he was going to be. You know yeah. what I mean? Like my platoon, my, my two squads, first and third squad, man, we got co-located with second recon. Yeah. When we went on the point, we were a reserve unit. Yeah, yeah. Ended up catching ourselves with recon ROEs, yep. recon AOs. And you're just, you know, and I'm talking about dudes that I went to boot camp with that went active duty. They went in, they went on a float in, uh, uh, you know, to um, the Philippines. Yeah. And I'm over here. Here we go. Dude that yeah, they made yeah, fun of. Reservists. Chop, yeah. chop, chop. La, la, la. Man, I'm in Sang in Afghanistan hooking and crooking. Yeah. Uh, you know, five days a week like it was a nine to five. You know what I mean? And it just, and there's so much that, that I gained from that, man. We, we don't have enough time to talk about. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, I'm going well, to have to come back 100%, man. Oh, yeah. I, no, I think and, there's And I want the next one that we, that we do, you know, focus more on where, where it comes as a, as I want to get into relationship. I want to get more into, you know, fatherhood. Yeah, man. And, and really breaking that down for individuals that, again, you got to be hard yeah, all yeah. the time. You can't be the dad. You know, everybody and, and everybody sees it, right? You see the little things on Facebook where it's the, the dad playing dress up with his daughter. He's yeah, got yeah. a beard. You yeah. know what I mean? When she says play dress up, you play dress up. Yep. But how, how many dudes are liking it and yeah. sharing it? And how many dudes are actually have, doing have, it? Have you ever had your toenails painted? I sh- you know, sure you know, should have. You know like what I'm saying? Yeah. And we got to get rid of this, like, always. On, my wife called me out on it one time, man, because I hadn't gone to the gym for, like, two weeks, right? Yeah. But you know, and I still was eating good, and everything was like was was, was straight. But then I posted a post that made it seem like I was, you know, on yeah. the grind, twenty four seven in the gym. Yep. Everyone else is beneath <laughs> me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and it, and it wasn't, and that wasn't true at all. She's like, "What what are you doing? You're you're not being you." Yeah. Because the majority of the time when I'm because you know, I go Facebook live from my company, that's yeah, all we me, see man. that man. That's is who that's who I stuff? am. Yeah. You know that that's what the company is. And and when I'm on the grind, I'm on the grind. You know, and I like to inspire, you know, in many different ways, you know, show guys that, you know, you don't have to be an ass clown. You know what I mean? You can legitimately be someone there for your family. You can be there for your kids, but you got to, we, we're so worried about, you know, putting that, that, that front foot, you know, the best foot, the image forward on Facebook and social media and stuff like that, man, that we're, that we're really not just people can tell, bro. I can tell you can tell me what you want to tell me on Facebook, but when I see you around your kids, your kids, yeah. my kids, they're not the same kids. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? Your relationship with your wife, and and and, and I see you with mine. Hey, and, and and it works for some people. Some people's wives they got to work, and you know and things like yeah, that. Yeah. And, they, and you know they got to you know boom. But man, that all boils down to what it is that you want. Yeah. Do you got to have the four hundred thousand dollar house? Do you have to have the brand new car? The brand yeah. new car is only cool until <laughs> so it's not all brand the new other anymore. brand new cars are yeah, out yeah. on the road. You know <laughs> what I mean? You can have the biggest, yep. nicest truck, but until when I start seeing more of that truck. And then you're the ass that's got to have that car payment. It yeah. ain't so happy, happy whenever oh, you got man. that car payment. And that's why, you know, it, it, it's, it's, we get so caught up, especially veterans, man, have a hard time with it because it's not only the fact that you're getting out yeah, and that's hard, yep. right? Rich, getting out of a ritual, getting out of a, uh, I wouldn't say cult, but good cult, yeah. right? <laughs> getting out of that cult. And then having to get into this life and then like, oh, my God, you're expected to do this because you're, quote, unquote, your friends are showing you only what they want to show yeah. you. They didn't show you that they just, man, I've been to the point where, you know, I got a, I got, I got a negative balance in, 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 in a checking account and then I only have a couple hundred dollars here. And I'm having to, like, stretch that couple hundred till I get the new because of mistakes that I made. Yeah. But I'm never going to post some mistakes. I'm only going to post the things that 
the motivation, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's, man, that's the way but, we see it. I yeah, mean, it, well, it, it, everybody else shows it. Well, it, it's funny you mentioned that, and um, I really like having this conversation go on. Like every time I get a, a, another vet on, like we just go until until I'm like, oh man, we got. But it, you, you, you see that because a lot of other people tell you like the way that you should be, but then you look at how they how they the example that they set, and I never go out and and, and give people the. For me personally, the persona of a perfect life, because I still struggle here and I still struggle there, and I'm still trying. All we're all trying to all figure all this shit time. out. Yep. And so I'm not going to say that my relationship is always perfect. Never. They're never going to be, but I, I work on myself so I can get to that point. Um, do, do I always spend 100 percent of the time with my kids? No, but I'm working on how do we make that happen? Yep. Because uh, we have to look at it. We're always going to. It's kind of like a rise and fall. We're always going to go up and we're going to go down a little bit and go up and we're trying to figure shit out. And especially when I talk to different veterans and I talk to even even people in the civil services that have the same experiences as like, dude, let it okay to 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 fuck up. Like yeah. You said to to fit, to you know it, let it be okay to fail. I have a I have such a hard time with failure, um, but yet at the same time it. We, we go back because we're, we're not used to it. We're not conditioned for failure. Like yep. we're conditioned to oh, win. Yeah. We're conditioned to win because that's yep. what that's uh, uh, expected of you. Yeah. This has been fantastic. I think for a lot of other vet, any veterans or anybody else who's who wants to look at somebody who got out, deal with some some of the issues while trying to even build a business and trying to get reconnected and still trying to figure things out. Um, this would be a great episode for you, and I really appreciate you coming on. Just being able to talk about it because that's the hardest thing for a lot of guys to do. Yeah. Is to just to go i don't think you have a problem with the talking so we're no man I, I i've always enjoyed it brother i, yeah. I appreciate you having me on like yeah, i man. said i want to do it uh there's so much more that that's still, yeah, you know it's like trying to tell your story tell you know talk about your life and you know in an hour yeah. hour and a half you yeah, know no, it doesn't, I, we, we could do it and and we'll just we'll tackle a little bit more of, of another one next time man but it, yeah, it, man. it was a pleasure um and like i said anybody out there just just reach out yep like get rid of your pride it's it's all it's only a pride thing once you once you close that 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 door and you can get rid of your pride i mean obviously confide in somebody that you can confide in but at the same time just don't you ain't got to be hard all the time yeah man you know what i mean don't gangbang on your family you know what i mean just hang out talk to some people talk to a five-year-old i do it all the time <laughs> and, I, and i learn so much about what's really important yeah uh just talking to a five-year-old yep um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do it soon, brother. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, Thank man. you. Awesome. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode. We look forward to bringing you new content each and every week through our boots on the ground approach of real and relatable guests. But I'll tell you what, this show cannot carry on without your support. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Thanks everyone for listening. And I want to remind you to stay in the fight.